0: Blog Talk Radio. Embrace today is brought to you by Whole House Ministries. Host pre Curry will inspire listeners to embrace their today with hope and expectation, with a focus of bringing about freedom, healing, and restoration through the Word of God. John sixteen thirty three says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart. Good morning, and welcome to Embrace today. I am your host Ypres Curry, and this morning we are going to continue on the Focus series. We will end the series next week, but uh, we're going to continue on the Focus series. And the series behind, or the the point behind the Focus series, was for us as listeners of God uh, to hone in on what we should be focused on. Oftentimes, regardless of what's going on in our lives. Um, we can it can cause us to begin to focus on the wrong things. And so when we focus on the wrong things, we become distracted, and we begin to operate, operate outside of the character that God has for us to operate in. And so the focus series was designed to draw us back to focus on God and go through the process that he has for us to go through the way that he has for us to go through it. Um, a lot of times, and it's not – easy, especially when you are, when you should be, when the Lord tells you one thing, but your circumstances are saying something different, you can get discouraged and you can get sidetracked, but the focus series was, or is a series designed to help us get focused back on God so that we can do what he has called for us to do the way that he has called for us to do it. Um, Going through your process can sometimes take you off track because we go through different things while we are going through our process that may shake us up a little bit. It may cause us to be discouraged. It may cause us to doubt, you know, and so we just want to make sure that we are going back to God and focusing on him and allowing him to take us through the process that he has for us to go through. And so this morning we are going to talk about purpose to be different. We're going to come from Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 7. Again, that's Luke chapter 2 verses 1 through 7, and we're going to talk about purpose to be different. Now, I want to explain when I say being different, because one of the things that the Lord kept showing to me about us being different is sometimes, well, with the body of Christ, we know that we are all one with Christ as the head. But sometimes we can get to a place to where we feel like we are so different from somebody else that's in the body of Christ that we begin to separate ourselves from the body, and it begins to be a us and them when we are all supposed to be different, we are all called to, we are all chosen by God, we are all called to be peculiar, we are all a royal priesthood, so just because um the way that the Lord has you doing things and the way that he has someone else doing things is different doesn't mean that we separate ourselves from being connected to the body of Christ, and with that. With us being connected to the body of Christ and being one, we should encourage each other, we should pray for each other, you know, we all represent each other whether we like it or not. And so when we are talking about being different, it's not that we're so different that we're separate. But I'm talking about us being different as children of God, as people of God, us being chosen by God, us being handpicked by God. And so when we are purposed to be different, we should reflect God in everything that we do. Our actions should reflect God. We should live the way that God has for us to live. We should live different than the world. We should act different than the world. We should respond different from the world because we are all purposed to be different. We all have the Holy Spirit living within us. And we have the word of God, too, that and they should link together, and that causes us to act in different ways. And so sometimes we may get off track. We all get off track sometimes. But we want to make sure that we repent, get back with God, and allow him to lead us. And so when we are talking about being different, it's not so different that you're separate from the body of Christ, but it's different from the world. We as the body of Christ should be different from the world. We shouldn't do things the way that the world does them. So I wanted to make sure that that was clear prior to us going into today's teaching. So, again, it will be Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 7, for those of you that just got on. And we're talking about purpose to be different. And so let's look at verses 1 and 2 of Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 7. It says, in those days, Caesar Augustus, I'm sorry, one through three. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinus was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. And so when we are purposed to be different, we can't get counted out. Don't get counted out when you're purposed to be different. And what I mean by that is they all were required When the king or the ruler, when he set up this law or this order for them to go take a census, they all had to go to their own town to register. So regardless of where they were living at that particular time, they had to go to their own town to register. And so when we are purposed to be different, we can't get counted out. We can't be out of place. We can't be in the wrong place at the wrong time, at the wrong time. Each of them, regardless of where they were, they had to go to their own town to register. And so sometimes when we are doing the work that the Lord has called us to do, sometimes it requires us to travel a little bit. Sometimes it it takes us to go from one place to another. And sometimes that's not always physically it sometimes it's mentally and so if we get if we are in a in the wrong mental state, the Lord wants us to be in one place, but we're still behind and lagging it can cause us to miss and get counted out what the Lord is trying to do in our lives and so we want to make sure that as we are living our lives and going through the process that the Lord has for us to go through that we don't get counted out now I want to also talk about each one going to their own home. So when you go somewhere, it says that they went. When you are going somewhere, it causes you to move. It causes you to do something. There's some work that has to be done. And it didn't say that each one was near. Some people had to go from further places than others, some people were closer than others. And you know, it, all it says is they went to their own town. There was work that they had to do, but to get to where they had to be, there was work. There's work that we have to do to get to where the Lord has for us to get. And so, if we are stagnant and if we aren't moving and allowing the Holy Spirit to lead us where the Lord is taking us, both physically, mentally, and spiritually, it will cause us to get counted out of what the Lord is doing in our lives, because like we talked about last week, um, there's an appointed time for everything, and timing is very important. And so we have to make sure that we aren't staying in a stagnant position when the Lord is requiring us to, to move, when he is requiring us to go, when he is requiring us to mature and to elevate. And we don't want to get counted out. We want to make sure that we are doing each and everything that he has called for us to do. Now, sometimes, regardless of how far they were, sometimes we can get to a place to where we think that we are too far and we don't want to do the work that's required to get to where the Lord is taking us, but we have to change our mindset and know that our process is our process. We have to go through each and every step of the process that the Lord has for us to go in the way that he has for us to go, regardless of how much work that it's taking. And remember, I talked about earlier that we are part of a bigger body. We are part of the body of Christ, so we're not doing this alone. We have other people that can assist us, that can pray for us, that can encourage us, that can give us words of wisdom, that can correct us when we're doing wrong, that can tell us the things that we're doing wrong so that we can get on the right track. And so we have to make sure that we are doing the work that we have to do to get to the place that the Lord has for us to get to. Remember, the Lord is always with us. He'll never leave us nor forsake us. So wherever he is leading you, he is with you. He's in front of you. He has already prepared the place for you. But now it's time for us to do the work that requires us to get to the place that the Lord is taking us. And so sometimes it requires us to do some work to get there. We can't just always want things to be handed to us. Everything is not going to happen the way it happened like one or two years ago, maybe four or five years ago. But we have to get to the place to where we are acknowledging the Lord and allowing him to give us the plan that he has for us because he knows the plans that he has for us. But if we fail to stay focused on him, then we can cause ourselves to veer to the right and to the left. Also wanna make a point that Caesar Augustus, he was a pagan. He was not a spiritual guy. He was not um somebody that worship worships our God. And so although he called this into play, although this was something that he was doing, it was something that was carnal per se. What the devil meant for bad, God means for good. And so, regardless of what we have been through in our life, regardless of our past, regardless of who is trying to stop us from doing what? If it is God's will, whatever God's plan is for you, it will come to fruition. But you have to be willing to go through the process. You have to be willing to do the work. You have to be willing to put your mindset on him and allow your mentality to grow. And so you won't get counted out of what the Lord is trying to do in your life. And so, yes, you are purpose to be different. And when we're different, we will do what we have to do to get to where God is taking us. And so don't get counted out when you are purposed to be different. We are all purposed to be different. 1 Peter 2 9 says, But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, and to proclaim the wonderful deeds of the one who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. And so we are called out of darkness. We are no longer living in darkness. So our mentality should be as if we're living in the light. Our mentality should be as if God picked us. And Our mentality should be that we are royal priesthood, that we are holy, that we are chosen. We should have that type of mentality, and that type of mentality will cause us to do the work that the Lord has called for us to do to get to where he is trying to take us. Because like I said and weeks before, it's all for his glory. Everything that we do is for his glory. And so go through the process that the Lord is taking you through for his glory. And notice that they left left the place where they were living to go to their, their own town. And so they had to separate from some people. There were some people that they had to separate from in order to go and do what was required of them to do. There's sometimes there's some people that we need to separate from in order to do what the Lord has called for us to do. And so we have to get to the place to where we are living what the Bible says, that we're not just reading it, knowing it, and quoting it, but we are actually living what the Bible is telling us to live. And so don't get counted out in what the Lord wants to do in your life. We were sent here for his glory to do his work. So allow the Holy Spirit to lead you. But then let's look at verses 4 through 5. It says, so Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the house and line of David he went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. So when we are purposed to be different, we can't get counted out, but we also can't let shame stop us. Like I said uh, a few minutes ago, there was work that had to take place for them to get from one place to another. It was about 80 miles from them to get from Nazareth to Bethlehem. And so there was some work that had to be done. And they had to go to Bethlehem because that's where – their families were registered and they had to go to the place where their families were registered in. But the the thing that stands out to me here is he took Mary with him. Mary was a woman that was pledged to be his wife, meaning she was supposed to be his wife, um, She had already made the promise. They were already in covenant with um, making the covenant that she will become his wife, yet she was pregnant with child. She was expecting a child. And so there was going to be tons of people there to register. There was going to be people galore there to register, but yet Joseph did not let that stop him from going through his process. He knew that he had to go and register because it was ordered. And and with the lady that he hasn't even been with that was a virgin expecting a child, can you imagine the shame and embarrassment that could have been on Joseph from bringing this woman who he had not been with among all of these people? And so sometimes we have things in our life, our process will, will take us down another route that's not normal to everyone else. Our process will have us, Our process may have us a little embarrassed or ashamed, but we cannot stop. We cannot allow the shame to stop us. We have to go through our process and embrace what God is doing in our life. Mary becoming pregnant as a virgin was part of her process, and so they were purposed to be different. And so whatever our process is, we have to embrace our process, and we cannot let shame stop us. We all have done some stuff, and not saying that Mary did something, to bring shame on herself. She was doing the work of the Lord. She was going through her process. But we all have done something to cause shame to ourselves, to our families. We have done things that's embarrassing. And so that doesn't mean that we can't go through the process that the Lord has for us to go through and do the work. We still have to do the work. Don't let shame stop you. You. It doesn't matter who's looking at you, who's around you, who's, who knows what you have done. When God has chosen you and which he has chosen us, we are to do his work. And we can't let shame stop us. We have to press through. We have to stay focused on him because if we go back to what we did last year, 10 years ago, five years ago, if we go back to what we did yesterday, some of us would be ashamed of what we did and, and would be embarrassed and, you know, and it can cause us to become stagnant. It can paralyze us where we are today, but we cannot become paralyzed. We have to move and do the work that the Lord has called for us to do, and so don't let shame stop you. We all have done some stuff that will cause embarrassment. We all have done some stuff that we will be ashamed of, and then sometimes it's nothing that you have even done. Sometimes it's something that was done to you that may cause you to be embarrassed or ashamed, but guess what? You still have to keep moving. Don't let that stop you. The Lord is working in your life. Your destiny is your destiny. So embrace the process that the Lord has for you, and don't let shame stop you. Don't get counted out, but don't let shame stop you because you can be in the right place At the right time, but because you're embarrassed or ashamed about a situation, it can cause you not to move into what God has called for you to move into. It can cause you not to be able to think past what you were known by. It can cause you not to think past of what you did to someone or what someone did to you. And so you don't want to be in the right place at the right time and then allow shame to stop you from doing what the Lord has called for you to do. And so don't let shame stop you. You are chosen. You are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. You were called out of darkness into the marvelous light. And so allow the light of God to shine on you in your life. Allow your past to be a testimony to somebody else, do what the Lord has called for you to do, regardless of what has been done in your life, regardless of what you have done, what you think you don't have, what you think you... Stop all of that and pursue what the Lord has called for you to pursue. Transform your mind, your thinking, so that you can move forward in what God is trying to do in your life. And so let's look at verse 6. It says, while they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And so when we are purposed to be different, we can't get counted out. We can't let shame stop us. But also we can't miss the appointed time. They they took this journey and they knew they had to go to register. And she didn't know that she was going to have the baby at this point in time. But in Micah 5, 2, it had already declared that Jesus was going to be born in Bethlehem. And so we can't miss the appointed time. When the time comes, the time comes. We cannot control God's timing. We have to be prepared for what God is doing in our life. We cannot control God's t- timing. And we also have to understand that, that they were surrounded by many people that went to register, but the baby's time came. And so there were so many people that was around, and there were so many so many things going on. It was really busy at the time. And so they had, during all of this chaos, it was time for her to give birth To the king. It was time for her to give birth to the bread of life. It was time for her to deliver. And so sometimes things may be real chaotic and going on around you, and you may just feel like there's a lot going on. But when God's timing comes, God's timing comes. The birth was unexpected. She was expected expecting, but she didn't know when the baby was going to come. And so sometimes we are expecting God to do something in our lives. We are expecting to deliver what God has placed within us, but we don't know the exact time. All we know is that we are expecting and that it's going to happen. And so we must be prepared at all times to deliver what the Lord has for us to deliver. Remember last week I talked about when you are giving birth to something, there's some pain that has to take place. There's some hurt. There's some discomfort. There are some things that have to take place when you are birthing, but you must be prepared both mentally and physically. We have to have an open heart. We have to be willing to say yes to God. Whatever he is doing, whatever he is sending us, whatever he is taking us through, we have to be willing to say yes to him because we cannot miss the appointed time. The appointed time comes from him. And so we can't set up the time that we want things to come out of us that the Lord has placed in us. He has the timing already there and we must be prepared to we must be prepared to do the work that he has called for us to do. We must be prepared to go through that birthing process she was expecting yet it came at an unexpected time and so be prepared to do the work that the lord has called for you to do when you are purposed to be different you don't miss an appointed time you know that there's a time and a season for everything and you know that god does things whenever he does things so you must also know that you have to be prepared to do the work that he has called for you to do you have to be prepared to deliver what he has placed in you And so when we are purposed to be different, we can't get counted out. We can't let shame stop us, and we can't miss the appointed time. But then let's look at verse 7. It says, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloth and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And so when we are purposed to be different, we can't get counted out. We can't let shame stop us. We can't miss the appointed time. But this one is very important. They were all important, but this one is very important. Don't neglect to use your resources. Don't neglect to use your recess. Her birth came at an unexpected time. She was expecting to give birth, but it came at an unexpected time. And so there was no guest room available for them. So although she was having this baby... Uh, She could not push the baby back in until there was a guest room that was going to come available. And so she gave birth to him in an inn, but she wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger. So she utilized the cloth and the manger, the resources that she had, she utilized them to protect and cover the baby that she had just had. The thing that the Lord had just delivered from place, uh, I'm sorry, came out of her. And so there was no time for them to get comfortable. The birth, again, was unexpected. The source gave them the resources that they needed in order to, to protect what had just come out of her. And so we have to get to the place to where we are embracing the resources that we have. We are, number one, embracing the holy word that the Lord has given us, but not only the holy word, the Holy spirit that is in us that will click and connect the word that is in us to the written word that we have. We also must understand that we are in this together. We are a community. We have brothers and sisters in Christ that can assist us in our process. We need to make sure that we are embracing prayer. These are resources that we have as children of God that we need to utilize when we are going through our process. And so don't neglect to use your resources. The Lord has given us these resources to assist us during this process because this is not an easy journey. This is not something that you can just wake up, and just do and not ever lose focus. We have to make sure, though, that we are utilizing our resources. We can't have all of these resources. We can't have the Holy Spirit in us yet neglect to follow him. We can't have the written word yet neglect to read it. We can't have the written word in the Holy Spirit yet neglect to live it. We can't have our brothers and sisters in Christ that can help us yet neglect to Confide in them. Not saying that you need to confide in all of them, but there are some people that has been through what you have already been through that can assist you in getting through that process. There are some people that have had the same mess ups that you had that can get you through your process. But if you are neglecting to use your resources, then you're not going to. It's not going to be so easy for you to get through that. You have to make sure that you are talking to God, that you are in prayer, that you are not only talking to him, but allowing him to talk to you so that you can get through the process that he is taking you through. The Lord has chosen you, and as children of God, we ought to live different, we ought to act different, respond different, because we are all purposed to be different. The Lord has called you. He has specifically called you for him to get the glory here on this earth. We all have work to do regardless of if it's in a church, rather if if it's on your job, if it's in your community, regardless of where it is, all of the work of God does not have to take place in the church. We are to be the hands and feet of him in this earth. So that means wherever we go, we are witnesses to everyone, anyone that we come into contact with. And, you know, sometimes even in being a witness, you know, sometimes our very presence is it. We don't even, sometimes we don't even have to say, um, we don't have to quote scripture all the time. It's just our actions sometimes that will be able to um, display the love of Christ. It will be our actions. It will be the fact that we took the time out of our busy day uh, to help someone cross the street or to help someone carry bags. We have to get to the point to where we are purposed to be different. We have to stop with the division and get to a place to where we are unified as the body of Christ because again we are a chosen people it doesn't say a chosen person it says a chosen people we are a community a body we are in this together the lord has hand picked us he selected us it was not by accident but he elected us he chose us as his body to do his work until jesus christ returns and so when we are purposed to be different don't get counted out. Don't be at the in the wrong place at the wrong time. Don't be out of place. But then don't let shame stop you. Don't let what other people think and what other people will say, don't let that stop you. Don't miss the appointed time. Know that you have to be prepared. We can't control God's timing. When he's ready, he's ready. And then finally, we can't neglect to use our resources. We can't get we can't wait till we get comfortable and use the resources that we want to use, but we have to use the the resources that the Lord, who is the source, will give us. He has already given us the resources that we need, but we have to embrace them. We have to utilize them. And so again, I want you to really, really understand that you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people to be his very own, meaning you are God's very own people. He chose you. This is not by accident. And to proclaim the wonderful deeds of the one who called you out of darkness into the marvelous light. And so we should not not live in darkness anymore. We don't have to live in darkness. We have been called out. So we are to live in the marvelous light. We're purposed to be different. And so we don't Think like we're living in darkness. We don't act like we're living in darkness. We don't respond like we're living in darkness, but we should think, live, and act as if we are living in the marvelous light. And so again, you are purposed to be different. Don't get counted out. Don't let shame stop you. Don't miss the appointed time. And don't neglect to use your resources. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for this day, God. We thank you, God, that you continue to be with us each and every day, God. We thank you for your word that you continue to give us, Lord, that continues to remind us, Lord, of who you are, God, but it also reminds us of who we are. We thank you for your Holy Spirit, God, that will lead us and guide us. and, fear and, God. and we just ask right now, God, that you forgive us, Lord. Forgive us for not living, Lord, that living in a way that represents your marvelous life, Lord. Forgive us, oh God, for. Allowing shame to hinder us, oh God, from moving into what you have called for us to move in, Lord. We are asking you right now this morning, Lord, for your wisdom, Lord. Fill us with your wisdom, Lord, your discernment, your knowledge, and your understanding, Lord. Help us not to just be hearers of the word and readers of the word, Lord doers of the word. Help us to live your word, Lord. Help us to begin the process to live your word, Lord. Help us to go through the process to be who you have called for us to be, the way that you have called for us to be, Lord, for your glory, Lord. Help us not to force anything, Lord, but help us to get in alignment with you and allow your Holy Spirit to line us up with where we need to be so that we can do what you have called for us to do, Lord. We don't want to be out of place, Lord, and we don't want to be thankful full of shame, Lord. We also, Lord, want to be prepared. We don't want to be outside of your timing, Lord, but we want to make sure that we are ready and utilizing all the resources that you have given us, Lord. I pray, God, in the name of Jesus, that we accept and embrace the fact that we are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God, and I pray, God, that we understand and live as if we have been called out of darkness and into the marvelous light. God, we thank you, we need you, we love you, and we know that that we cannot continue this journey without you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for tuning in to Embrace Today. You can further connect with Whole House Ministries by viewing our website at www.wholehouseministries.org, liking Whole House Ministries on Facebook, and following at Pre Curry on Twitter. Be blessed and embrace your today.